You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with James D. Houston. He's the author of Snow Mountain Passage. His new book is Where Light Takes Its Color from the Sea. It's a series of essays, memoirs, and fiction about California and Santa Cruz, his home. Thank you for joining me, James. Uh, Great to be with you, Rick. What led you to write about Santa Cruz after all this time or to collect those pieces? Well, I've been living here for 46 years now. Uh, We moved into Santa Cruz back in the early 60s when I was just out of graduate school and before the UC Santa Cruz uh, campus opened here, which has sort of uh, helped to put it on the map. Um, But I've been in love with this town for a long time. And um, when we had been living here for a couple of years, I wrote a piece called, uh, which is in this collection, called The View from Santa Cruz. Um, And uh, looking back, it's the first piece that I wrote um, where I sort of gave my permission to write as a person from California about being from this part of the world. I Up until then, I thought serious fiction and serious writing was about other places. Um, all the writers that I admired weren't writing much about California. They were writing other things. <clears throat> but um, uh, something, something came clear to me this one particular day in 1964. I wrote the essay that now opens the collection, The View from Santa Cruz. Um, and uh, I've just found it to be, you know, part of, a large part of what's going on in this collection is trying to clarify my own sense of place, uh, my own sense of relationship to the part of the world where I've spent most of my life, and clarify a sense of habitat and the way the places that we live shape us and bear upon uh, how we view the world, how we view things like time and space and, uh, and uh, the way places shape our own identity. My place happens to be Santa Cruz. So it's a very personal kind of um, pilgrimage in words uh, to get myself located. We're here at the Capitola Book Cafe, just a shot over from Santa Cruz. One of the things that's important about Santa Cruz is there's a, it has a really rich literary life, and I think that this place we're in right now has played a, a big part of that literary life, a- and books play a big part of, of Santa Cruz in Santa Cruz's life. Could you talk of, about the, your relationship with Santa Cruz and its bookstores and the books around here? Well, yes, yeah, Santa Cruz uh, it does have uh, a really interesting. A literary legacy going back now about 40 years or so. Uh, part of it's tied to the university. Uh, a lot of writers came into this county after the university opened. Uh, part of it goes back to the um, to the days of the counterculture uh, in the 60s. Um, and there was a kind of diaspora outward from San Francisco and the panhandle of the Golden Gate Park where so many uh, hippies had congregated um, and uh, people started spreading around to communities in Northern California like Sonoma, like Mendocino, and like Santa Cruz. 
um, in the mid-60s, a lot of people started coming into this town um, who had uh, desires to do something creative with their life. A lot of painters, a lot of potters, a lot of musicians, a lot of dancers, and a lot of writers. And um, uh, it became, over the years, uh, um, a kind of literary location. And two very important bookstores have have helped uh, spur that on. One is Capitola Book Cafe, the one we're in tonight, and the other one is Bookshop Santa Cruz downtown, uh, which started out as a hip pocket bookstore back in 1964. Uh, but the Book Cafe now is uh, kind of on the literary map of the country. You know, it's, a, it's one of these independent bookstores that has fought the good fight in the last five, seven years, and um, uh, prevailed in spite of a couple of chain stores coming into the county. And now they, they're really sought after by writers coming out to the West Coast. Uh, they have a terrific reading series here um, with writers. You know, tomorrow night, um, what Christina Garcia is reading here, and Thursday night, I think Jim Hightower is reading here, and uh, it just writers come here from all parts of the country because they know <clears throat> they know it's a great venue, and there's always a good audience. Indeed, from all around the world. I talked to Pico Iyer last night, yes. <laughs> and we we really have a, a rich literary life here. Uh, I was thinking about the way that books evoke a, a sense of place, and, and one of the things that it strikes me is that books actually, when you read a book, it becomes a place for you to go and visit, and your books are a perfect example of that. I'm thinking of Bird of uh, Another Heaven, that it's a uh, a powerful place that I can go and visit in my memory. It's a, a, like a vacation I can take or remember. Yeah, books um, books do bring places alive for us. Um, I'm thinking in this part of the world, um, the great uh, kind of literary mentor for us all is John Steinbeck. Uh, and there's a whole part of Central California that's now known as Steinbeck Country um, because of his books like East of Eden uh, and Cannery Row. Um, and the Long Valley. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's made those the places that he wrote about a kind of literary destination. You go down to Cannery Row now, you know, and there's a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a kind of a, a, a big shopping mall made out of these old canneries, but nobody would pay any attention to those canneries if Steinbeck hadn't written Cannery Row. And in the, mention, in, in the middle of this big uh, kind of... Uh, Retail area is a statue of Steinbeck, because uh, he's the he's the one who, who made it possible through his writings, and um, the Salinas Valley. Uh, people go there uh, to see the world of East of Eden, and they go to Steinbeck's house in the middle of Salinas, which is now a kind of local monument. Um, uh, and it's all due to the strength of his um, his literary works, uh, and uh, so yeah. Uh, writers awaken us to the power of certain places. There's no question about it. And I've, you know, Santa Cruz has been my place. I don't know if it has, uh, you know, I can't, I can't say that it's had that kind of impact on the world, but I think the accumulation of writers that have, that have lived here and worked here uh, has kind of given it a place on the literary map. We're having a reception tonight, and uh, it's supposed to start at, yeah, right about now, and I should be out there to uh, at least be visible. 
We're going to get out to the reception now. Thank you for speaking with me, Jim. Oh, my pleasure, Rick. Thanks so much. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.